This is noise. Listener, can you hear me? Kept you waiting, huh? Looks like there's more content at pixelbenders.com. You'll have to click the link in the description below to access the site. Find movie commentaries, exclusive shows, and early access to videos. Let's plays of the hardest retro games and analyses of the worst games ever made. That's more content than you can hold in one hand. Try smuggling all that in your stomach. You can send your questions to info at pixel-benders.com. Got it? Okay, you're ready to go. Welcome back, everybody, to Codec Calls, a Metal Gear, so- uh, Metal Gear Saga podcast. I'm tired, guys. <laughs> uh, where we play the you games. Just start over with the intro. No, fuck it. We're doing it. We're, okay. we're, we're do it live. <laughs> we do it live. Fair enough. Where we play the Metal Gear games from 1987 all the way to the present with uh, two Metal Gear veterans and one noob. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Noise One. And with me again are my two co-hosts, uh, German, aka Riser, hey, what's up? and uh, Chris, aka Dammit Chris, aka the world's worst gamer. Hello. I got it right this time. Yes, I don't remember. You did. I don't remember what I said last time. I just said you suck or something. <laughs> the the world. I can't remember what it was either. But yeah, it's just <laughs> it was it was like a, a more drawn out way of saying it, like worst gamer in the world or something like that and that's like, what it was yeah. worst gamer in the world that's what it was yeah um so let's do a quick recap of what we did um last week or up to this point um we've played through metal gear the msx version we've played through metal gear and snakes revenge the nes versions and now we're going to talk about the fact that we have played through metal gear 2 solid snake which um we did not get here in the U.S. until Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater Subsistence was released to us. Um, so the the only way to play that game before that was a fan translation and like an MSX emulator and stuff like that. So um, that's where we are right now um, as far as uh, playing these games. So we got four games down and I think like 21 to go. This is going to be MCU levels of holy shit, what are we doing to ourselves? Um, so, you guys are going to have to help me along here. Like I said, I'm tired. But we're mm-hmm. going to do this together. Right. We're going to trudge this together. You guys you guys are a Treyu in NeverEnding Story, and I'm Artex. Just don't let me drown in the mud. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Did you finish the game? I did. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I cheated. I used a walkthrough. <laughs> Okay. Or like ninety percent of it, but I did finish the game. Yeah. Okay. What was your What was your estimated runtime? You did give us an end card. The end card did have probably inaccurate um, time, but yeah, I think it said like seven and a half hours. It was closer to I'd say twelve. Okay. Isn't 10, twelve hours. So yeah, like I said, most of it I used to walk through. Uh, there were a couple times I got a little bit stuck or like kept dying, silly little things. But uh, it was it was. A lot more than I thought it would be, in a good way. Okay, I think a lot more house. Yes, uh, it was. 
it's it's funny because I remember when we first started talking about doing the podcast and everything in our first episode, and uh, German, you had mentioned uh, that the first one was going to suck, the MSX version, um, or no, the NES version, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then once we got past that, it's like, you'll actually enjoy it, it's playable, all that kind of stuff. And uh, that's exactly how I felt. Like, I, I remember looking forward to actually playing it as opposed to, uh, I guess I'll try it, you know. <laughs> Just dreading. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the the MSX version was fun but hard. Yeah. The NES versions were just just tasked. They were just let's just get it over with, you know. Yeah, they were chores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a lot more enjoyable. Uh, the it was I think I feel like there was a lot more backtracking in this one than in the first game on the MSX. Hmm. Um, because I felt like I had to go back to that compound, uh, the Zanzibar place, like five times throughout the game. It felt like. Oh, building one, yeah, yeah. It was done in a in a nice way where it wasn't like, okay, you can open this one door, but there's five doors here you can't open, and then you have to come back to this same room, you know, ten times yeah. or whatever. Okay. Um. So I think it was it was done in a way where obviously there's limitations on you know how big they can make the maps in the game and everything. So I understand that, and that's why they had the backtracking. Otherwise, the game's going to be like thirty minutes of gameplay. But it, it was done well. I enjoyed it. Um, I could definitely tell the difference between uh, Kojima and not Kojima <laughs> with with the gameplay and and storyline and everything, and just like how it all worked and and game mechanics and all that kind of stuff. Um, I did find it interesting the as well the uh, the bucket. Um, like I said, oh, I, yeah. knew, I, knew, oh. yeah, I knew about the cardboard box. I did not know about the bucket. And I remember uh, the one part where it wants you to go outside of the women's restroom. And it says, oh, just wait out there until the guard goes in and then you follow it in. And there's the one guard that was like standing guard outside there. And I think I had mentioned this from the first game where it's like, I don't know how they like they look around and they see a cardboard box there that wasn't there before. And they just go about their business. I love that they influenced in this version that, Hey, what's that? And they just start shooting it. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's so awesome. And I remember when I was in the bucket and they were shooting me and it wasn't doing any damage. So I was like, Oh cool. I, I must be protected or they're missing or something. And later on I had the cardboard box on and it was a similar situation where a guard had turned around and seen me. Oh, what's this? And they started shooting me and I did take damage. I was like, oh, so the bucket prevent, prevents you from taking damage when they're shooting you. But the cardboard box does, which makes sense. If someone shoots a bucket, it's probably going to deflect the bullet or at least more likely to than well, just a yeah. cardboard box. Uh, okay. And so I thought that was a really cool uh, feature for them to implement in that. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I, I, like I, said, I, I never put the bucket on either. So I put it on, but I didn't. Huh. I didn't like understand the purpose. I was like, is this just like a box? Like whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's the only thing I can think it was for. Um, but yeah, there was, there was one time I, and I don't remember where it was exactly, but yeah, I was sneaking past the yard and uh, I, I had the cardboard box on instead of the bucket. And yeah, what is that? And they start shooting and I actually took damage that time. I was like, Oh, okay. So the bucket protects you and the cardboard box doesn't. Okay. Um, and I, I appreciate little details like that. It, it makes it so much more immersive and realistic and stuff. Yeah. And then the boss fights were interesting. Um, and I think one of the predictions I had was that, uh, big boss wasn't going to be in this one, but some of the other characters were, um, and I remember gray Fox and I know there was one other one that I remembered from the last game too, uh, that had returned, uh, Schneider. and then yeah, Schneider, that's it. Yep. Um, and he ended up being one of the enemies, which I thought was cool. Um, and it kind of talked about the backstory, which I don't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah, it was, it was interesting to see a couple of those characters return as enemies when they were allies in the first time. 
and they kind of explain like uh gray fox especially is like oh well you know big boss saved me a long ago and and it's i owe him so much and and i'm not doing this just because i owe him i do it because i you know i believe he's right uh, yeah. and so it brings okay. it brings moral into question it brings you know if you know if big boss is the one that's saving all these children how is he bad you know from his mm-hmm. point of view that's how he sees it and uh it it it's it's deeper than just you're a bad guy so i'm gonna beat you you know yeah. and and i enjoy when they give a, a an enemy depth to their character and you have to question like are they really a bad guy like from my perspective yes like obviously they betrayed me they went against me all that kind of stuff you know but in general like not everyone is just a bad person you know and i, I enjoy that kind of depth of depth of character and everything and it shows their uh it's not just like oh i'm out to take over the world because i want to take over the world it's mm-hmm. no i i have a reason that i'm doing this it's to protect myself or this is all i've known or whatever because i think big boss talks about like at the end like listen we, all we know is war it's all we're good for nobody else appreciates us and you know you you live a hero uh what was that phrase it's you you die a hero yeah. or you live long enough to become a villain or something yeah from the dark knight yeah yeah um and it's 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 exactly that it's is pretty much what he was saying it's like listen we we know war we live eat breathe and live by war you know I think Big Boss says when there's war, we're celebrated. But when the second that where there's no more war, we're seen as as bad guys. There's something along those lines. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, we're it, just they're discarded, like they're that, not useful anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Which which yeah. is true. <laughs> At least yeah, you know, exactly. it's a, yeah, a terrible reality. Yeah, and I, I love that they they put that depth to it and everything because it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like like you guys were talking about it, it, the whole like conspiracy and stuff like that and. And it really did make me think like, yeah, that's true. Like that is, that's how our world is. That's how the world works, unfortunately. And I, I enjoyed that they, they put that in the characters and it's not just, nope, I want to rule this because I want to be all powerful and mighty and stuff. Yeah. And yeah it wasn't that's so cliche I mean, and boring. I, I mean, like a, a tiny subplot was the whole him taking the oil licks and whatever, but it, it wasn't the main drive of him. Like I want all the money in the world. No, it was, that wasn't it. Yeah. That that was one thing I was curious about. Was that Oilix or was it Oil Nine? Because <laughs> I I no. wasn't sure. Because I fir- first I was thinking like it was Oilix, and then I was like, but there's a space between there, and it looks like not like Roman mm. numeral. So I was like, is it Oil Nine, like a a ninth version of Oil or whatever it was? Or so I I wasn't sure about that. For a second, I thought you were dumb as shit because I was like, how did you mistake <laughs> the number nine? with ix and then in my head i was like oh ix <laughs> um that's a good question chris i've i've i want to say it's oilix but i don't know because i don't think i've ever yeah it is oilix okay. yeah okay. because okay. it's it's a mix oh man I, I read it but yeah it's oilix it's like oil plus something else so it's yeah it's oilix oh, okay but yeah I, I enjoyed the game it was a lot of fun um i did not expect to see big boss again at the end that was not something i thought was going to happen um but uh, it was interesting to see him and then uh yeah it was a lot of fun i can't think of any particular parts that like bugged me like they did in the first game but again i didn't i didn't put as much time into trying as i should have before i went to the walkthrough but yeah there was nothing like the wall situation in the first one where i was just stuck for hours and i could not figure it out that i could think of from this where it's like how does that make any sense because if you played the first game I would assume you played the first game if you're playing this one. Yeah. And if you if you have played the first game, you would know about the walls thing, so you would know to check for that stuff and everything. Mm. So 
What'd you think of the like the new mechanics and stuff, like crawling and punching walls to uh, like knocking on walls to lure enemies and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was that was interesting too. I I uh, I was confused by that at first because there's a uh, I think it's the main base of second level where when you walk it makes that tapping sound and they can. Oh, hear that's you. right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? What alerted them? And then I I was like paying attention and I I heard the toot 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 and I was like, oh, it must be they can hear me walking or something. And I, I think I had thought about like crawling to prevent that at first. And I never, I, I didn't actually do it. And then uh, later on in the walkthrough, it says, yeah, if you want to get by this area without letting them know, crawl. And then uh, later on, when you get to the, uh, what is it, Japanese singing sand or whatever it was? Oh. <laughs> yeah. At that part, I just instinctively knew, like, oh, I must have to crawl here. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, I, I hate to admit this, but it wasn't until that area and quite by accident that I found out you could crawl under the trucks as well. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I remember I was crawling, and uh, one guy was coming down like along the left side, and so I was like, oh, crap. And so I was like crawling to the right, and I started to crawl up, and he went like partially under the truck, and I was like, wait, what? And so I crawled <laughs> the rest of the way, and sure enough, you can just hide under the trucks while they're walking by. I was like, oh, yeah, that's convenient. <laughs> so yeah, another thing I, I that kind of made me chuckle was the uh, the cheesiness of some of the calls. Oh yeah, uh, especially with uh, what's her name, uh, Gust- Gustava? Was that was her name? Gustava, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, just like uh, she's an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, and then the end part uh, with uh, what's her name, the blonde lady, Holly. 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 Yeah, like half of their conversation is just like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like an eighties <laughs> action movie with romance? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was so cheesy. It's so bad. Like, but I, I understand. Like at the time, that's probably like. That's what movies were. New, yeah, exactly. Um, but like at the same time, like nowadays, it's like, ooh, <laughs> why? Cringe. Just, yeah, exactly. Like the whole like, oh, dinner will be ready as soon as we get home, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, really? <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah. And I, I understand it's an old game, so I didn't like. It's not. I don't hate it for that. It was just like I'm not used to that anymore. You know, you don't you don't see that kind of stuff in games anymore unless it's like playing it up or making a joke of it or something. The best part is that he stood her up. Like he just let he he fucking didn't take her out to dinner. Yeah, he disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was a good game. I I very much enjoyed it. I would give it a solid uh, eight and a half out of ten. A solid, wow. huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Pun very much intended. <laughs> uh, German, how was uh how was your adventures in the? Uh, oh, I don't know if saying this is a spoiler or not, but um. No. In the in in the Metal Gear Solid D make, I guess I could yeah. kind of say that. <laughs> um, I was good. Uh, like I said, never played this game ever. As you mentioned, um, uh, it was uh, never not available to us until subsistence or whatnot. And, and back then, I didn't really emulate prior to that. So I had I still have subsistence technically, but I never popped. I don't know. I just never popped it in because I just I was playing the but Jesus out of three. That's the game I've played the most. So mm-hmm. yeah. I just never got around to playing it. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I had fun. Um, I'm pretty much, you know, cause we know most of the games going forward. Uh, I like, obviously this is where a lot of the staples are kind of getting made. You know, I do see that he, Kojima took some, at least in my opinion, some inspiration, at least from the two bad uh, games that were made because he, we got uh better navigation menus or what do you call mm-hmm. item menus, if you will. 
the, the best so far. Obviously, you know, you can you can swap between item, radio, and freaking um weapons on the fly. There's there's no Yeah, with just a touch of a button. You don't have to no get out and go around. back in. Yeah, no fumbling around. It, it's beautiful. Uh, that's the best. With the exception of I think the NES version still has the best one where like they're dedicated slots, you know, like rashes will always be on the oh, yeah. bottom left or whatever, you know. Um this one they're not dedicated, but it's still ten times more organized. Um and then obviously just because the the the, the codec calls with the pictures, I, I don't know. I just think it adds a whole nother layer than just seeing text on the screen. Um so that's always pretty cool. I I liked everything. No, no parts where I got stuck badly. I did get stuck on one section when then I, I kind of reached out to him. Do what the hell? Where I'm supposed to go? Because I was pretty much since we played three games back to back that each required a compass. I don't know if you noticed, Chris. Like oh, these games almost felt like they were repeating themselves. You know, like in the the process a little bit. Um, oh, okay. So I was in the impression that I was like, I need to find the compass before I go up into the jungles. And then uh, Luis, you were like, Oh, there's a swamp. And I was like. The only places the swamp would be outdoors. So let me go up back that way. And sure enough, that's where I needed to go. I spent like a solid two hours, like just going to every floor, every single floor and checking every door. Couldn't, couldn't progress. I was like, what the hell do I do? But once I got past that, um, the rest of the game was smooth sailing. Um, except the second part I got stuck at was the, uh, the, the hang glider. And that was a nice little oh, yeah. secret or whatever, not secret, but a, a sequence, I guess you want to call it, you know, like, like you, I don't know. You said you did the guide, Chris. So the guide just told you to equip the cigarettes right away. Actually, uh, the guide told me to equip my gas mask and the gas grenades and watch for the direction of the wind. What? And I did that. Yeah. No, I'm 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 not joking. So the guide's like, oh, you have to wait for you know the the wind to change direction. So it's like equip your gas mask and use your gas grenades, and it'll show the direction of the wind. You know, if it's going down mm -hmm. south, if it's going up, it's north. So I'm like, okay. So, but it didn't tell me like how often to use the gas grenades. So I didn't know, am I supposed to spam them? Do I wait like 10 seconds between each one? Like it didn't give me any sort of time frame. So, the, so I went out there and I, I remember I had like 20 grenades. I think it was 20 gas grenades. I had a lot. And uh, I just spamming them, like just throwing out as, <laughs> as fast as I can. And the wind kept going south. And eventually mm -hmm. ran out of grenades and I was like, well, what the heck am I supposed to do? So I so I quit my cigarettes and then I tried it then and it didn't work. And blew yourself up. No, no, yeah. Imagine after throwing gas grenades <laughs> and you light a cigarette, <laughs> yeah. you just blow yourself up. That would be that would be super attention to detail. Yeah. Um, so I I, I tried that and I equipped the hang glider and it, nothing was happening. I was like, what the heck? So I had to go kill myself so I could restart. <laughs> Cause I didn't want to go and find 20 gas grenades again. And uh, so I go back again. And this time I wait like 10 seconds between each one. And I'm like, okay, throw it again, still down. Okay. Throw it again, still down. And I did, I, again, I went through my whole supply of, of gas grenades, 20 of them. And this time it took me a good, like, you know, four or five minutes. And uh, so I was like, what, what am I missing here? What, what is going on? So I actually had to Google that separately. And uh, I found a, on game facts there was someone had a forum going of uh, that exact problem like oh i you know i don't understand what's going on blah 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 it's always pointing south and someone had posted like yeah just forget all about that use the cigarettes wait for them to smoke them and then use the hang glider it'll just work yeah and i was like okay <laughs> so i tried that <laughs> and sure enough it worked i was like i wasted all that time for nothing <laughs> And I could have just done this. It's like, and the walkthrough didn't even tell me. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why? 
what the hell? Yeah, that's that's funny. The walkthrough said that because yeah. <laughs> I, I did this. So that's that's funny about on that walkthrough. Someone should uh, report that so you can fix it or whatever. But I did the same thing. I, I was like, oh, okay, grass grenades, and without the mask because I was like, whatever. And like you, I I, did, I went slow. I went fast. I made it to the room without getting caught. I I would reload the room and throw a grenade, reload and and get to always up. And <laughs> I I laid down by the edge. I was in the box. I crouched. I mean, I tried every freaking thing I could think of. I was not there forever, but I was there for a minute. It's only 30, yeah. 40 minutes. And um and you know, and I kept trying to call back uh, your number one fan. And I was like, man, I was like, what, what the hell? What's going on? You know, give me some info. Give me some info. Master Miller, nobody, nobody would help me. Nobody told me what to do. So I was just like sitting there and I'm like, do I just, will there be a sign? There's got to be a sign to tell me the wind's shifted, you know? And so I just sat there and I said, I, I guess I just got to kill time. And that's kind of what triggered me. I was like, kill time. I was like, cigarettes. I'm like, you know, I, something, something with that correlated. I was like, equip the cigarettes. And I'm like, I'll see the smoke change. Yep. And as soon as I equipped them, and I just sat there and I waited, and all of a sudden you see those the smoke like blow toward the north. I'm like, there it is. And I gang glided. I'm like, that was fucking, that was kind of stupid, but kind of funny at the same time. I was like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you would have done back in the day if, if you were stuck at that point because yeah. <laughs> none of the in game characters really help you, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, after that, th that, that last section there, I did find building two was kind of annoying because that little spiral. Like if you oh, even if you yeah. used a cardboard box to get you to building two, but you wanted to go back to building one or whatever, you had to go all the way around the damn spiral just so you know, I, I found that a little a little annoying. There was no exit mm -hmm. from that cargo bay uh room or whatever. Um which spiral are we but, talking uh, about? But yeah, sec second In second the uh, tower. Building, the tower tower building on the first floor. Why can't I picture Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um but yeah, uh you know, the rest of the game straight through no problems no no issues no nothing uh the acid one was kind of funny because i didn't know that was acid um <laughs> I, I just i thought i was like what the fuck quicksand like, what the hell's going on here and then uh the kids were talking about chocolate and blah 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 and master miller i think it was miller he's like oh yeah i got it use chocolate that that's something um i wanted to say that this game made me laugh because there was times where they would be so uh what do you call it um I can't think of the word here, but you know they they wouldn't really help you. They'd be like, "Hmm, there must be something you can do." Oh, I know what to do. You got it right, and then that's it. And you're like, "No, I don't got it. That's what I'm calling you." And then there was other times where Master Miller would just straight up tell you like what the answer was. You're like, dude, at least give me a hint first, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so that that was just kind of funny, like the chocolate one. Like, I mean, I would prefer to be like, "There's got to be some way to neutralize it," and then that's it. No, no, he just tells you, "Oh, chocolate snake, use chocolate." I'm like, "Cool, thanks, buddy." Um, freaking. What's his name? Um, I had his name here. Uh, Kaiser. I think it was. Is it Kaiser? Kessler. 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 Yeah. Kessler. Yeah. Um, the foxhound expert. He was extremely funny, in my opinion, because every fucking time he called him, he pretty much told you you were fucked. You know, no moral support, <laughs> no nothing. You know, you called him on any boss. He's like, oh, that's a uh, that's freaking guerrilla warfare. He's he's a ruthless killer. You're fucked, snake. You know, and then you kill him. And he's like, oh, you're fighting the four horsemen? You're fucked, bro. You know? And then, you know, every, everything, everything was always like, good luck, man. You know, it's nice knowing you. And, so, uh, I just thought that was kind of funny. Quick question. Uh -huh. do you, yeah. do you, you two, uh, Chris, do you both talk to Kessler before the end? With Big Boss? No, Kessler. Uh, I don't remember. I don't, if it was an optional thing, I don't think I did. So, what do, what do you mean? so, because, German, you're saying that you, you had coded calls with Kessler. 
Yeah, Kessler was the, the guy that was supposedly the expert, right? Where did you get his, the, where did you get his number? I, I don't know. Someone gave it to me. Uh, big, uh, Will Campbell. Really? I was not paying attention because I, I went through the whole game without ever talking to this <laughs> dude. And then at the end, he calls to give you Gray Fox's backstory. And I was like, oh, the really? fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> I've never even spoken to this dude. Who is he? I was wondering because I had a question mark in my codec list throughout the whole game. And I was like, who the hell is that? Oh, no, he, I don't remember like if he's part of Roy Campbell's team or technically Foxhound now. But no, he, he's the expert in, in all the, the former members or the mercenaries or whatever. Oh, you should replay the game now then because you're you're kind of really into it and uh call him up early and like like I said, uh, he pretty much just tells you you're fucked every time and I just thought it was hilarious because yeah. he provides no <laughs> no kind of more support for you. And when you fight Big Boss, if you call him um after, um during Big Boss's fight, I thought it was uh, it was pretty funny and it, and it when I was reading it, I read it totally in David Hader's voice. <laughs> he call him up and he goes, he goes, he goes, Oh, he goes Big boss, he goes. There's not a soldier alive who doesn't know him. He's a legend <laughs> among legends, man. And Snake's like, I know that. I need some fucking help here, bro. How do I beat him? You know, literally, <laughs> Snake tells him. And uh, he's like, dude, this guy has no weaknesses. Like he's like, you again. He's like, you're screwed, bro. Like give up. And I was like, thanks, dude. <laughs> um, but no, that was the, the funny part about him. Like I said, just replay it and then call him for every boss fight. Like he literally tells you to give up, which. I thought it would have been kind of, it was fine, but I thought it would have been kind of cool to solidify. I love how this episode's got a bunch of solid, you know, we've been using that word a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to solidify Snake as a badass, because kind of going, touching on storyline or universe here. This is your second mission, as far as that we really know, your second big mission. First mission being Outer Heaven, yeah. this one being Sanzibar Land. So you're definitely not green anymore, but you're still not a legend, if you will. You're just still a soldier, as far as we really know. Yeah. And um, I thought it would have been kind of cool if it was like, oh, man, you're fighting, uh, you know, whatever. And you're fighting four horsemen. These guys are crazy, man. You, you just give up, right? And you beat them. And then you get a call from him and, you know, just some kind of like, what the hell, man? You you beat them? Like, what? You're, that's crazy, you know? I don't know. And then towards the end, you know, just like so maybe a call from him or, or at least just after every boss fight, it would really solidify Snake be, as being this badass who's taking out all these badass mercenaries and, and soldiers by himself, you know? But uh, yeah, that, that, that was that was funny about him. And then the other dude, I forgot his name right now, but uh, the guy who was the expert in the local fauna and and animals yeah, and all that stuff. Yosef. Um, <laughs> was, was that his name? I don't, or no, I don't not know. Uh, I, I Johan. Was it Johan? Um, no, Yosef. I think you're right, Yosef. Yosef. No, so actually I'm looking at the, the portraits to the MSX version right now, so the names are different. I'll, I'll bring that up in a bit, but his name in our Johan Jacobson. Oh, yep. okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was kind of funny and, I don't know, not, I don't want to say useless, because his role could have really been taken over by Master Miller. Yeah. Because you would only call him for, like, the pigeon, and, I mean, a select few areas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, he was, I, I laughed, I actually laughed so freaking hard when uh, you're getting the, the MSX cartridge from the locker room, right? <laughs> and and I, I saw I saw rats, you know, I thought they were rats, whatever. And so, like, oh, every time I had a chance to call people, like, in every Metal Gear game, uh, Luis, I don't, Chris, I hope you do this going forward. Like, just call people. It's it's always fun to see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. And um, so, obviously, he's the animal expert. So, I called him up. And he goes, oh, he goes, that's the deadly Sansibar yeah. gerbil. It'll kill you. <laughs> Poison gerbil. <laughs> and, I, 
And I thought he was fucking with me. I thought he was in, and he starts like they weigh two ounces and blah 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 this. And I thought he was gonna be like, I'm fucking with you, bro. It's a gerbil, you know, go through or something like that, right? And no, he didn't say that. So I was like, huh, whatever. And I took a step forward, or I crawled forward and freaking instantly die. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, he's telling the truth. This thing is BT crazy. dubs, they will one shot you. <laughs> I was like, he's telling the truth. I thought he was fucking with me. I'm like, okay, I guess it's a poisonous gerbil. All right, sure. Um, I thought that was hilarious. And then, and then, I, I died two or three more times because I, I, I lured him out. I was like, oh, okay. I figured it out pretty quickly. Lure him out. I didn't think you still had to kill him. I thought they would just run yeah. away and leave Same. or something. But <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. You're just sitting outside the locker of the crawl space, just blasting them <laughs> with whatever the fuck you had. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. That was kind of funny. Just exterminating gerbils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the That snake that goes into your inventory was kind of cool. The owl was, oh, yeah. was kind yeah. of funny. It, it was silly, but it was funny. Um, I love that you keep the owl yeah, for the yeah, rest yeah. of the game, which means mm-hmm. that owl caught fire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even in your pocket, that. bro. Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. That is that a part dead part cooked part, owl. I, I thought it was funny because at first I thought it was um, Frank Gator that was burning, so I was just standing there and and I was and then like I see him. Like, yeah, it doesn't show you burning. Like, yeah, like, oh, oh wait, is it you burning or him burning in the in the? Dude, it's you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. And I thought the same thing. Stuff. I thought it was him. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just sitting there taking damage. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, it's me. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, the for me, I was gonna say the. I was gonna say to you guys, I don't know how you guys did most of your boss fights, but for me, every freaking boss fight, with the exception of the grenade dude and uh, the hind D, I, I I literally took them all out with freaking uh, um, mines. You can use mines on every freaking boss. They 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 work just fine. They work pretty easily on most bosses. I thought. Um, it was kind of funny because what's his name? When the the doctor's choking you, whatever his name was, Doctor, <laughs> I forgot from the first one. Oh, uh, Mad- uh, Mednar. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he when he was choking you, I was like, oh, okay, he's choking me. I'm like, so, and I thought that's when I was like, oh, bucket. That's what I used the bucket for. He can't choke you through the bucket. Now he's still choking <laughs> through the bucket. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I was like, and literally, because every boss I've been killing with fucking mines, I was like, well. Bring out the old trusty mines. You just lay a mine, turn around, he blows up, and repeat. Is that what you guys did? Is that what you're supposed to do? That's what I did. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I followed the guide, and the guy told me to use the RC missiles. So, <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, yeah, there. I forget where I saw it or read it or something, but yeah, people were using RC missiles. Oh, it was a speed run that I was that I was watching, and they said the best the best tactic is actually the mines. Because you take less damage from the mines than you do from the RC missiles. Well, and they're probably faster, too, because you just lay it down and turn around yeah. versus controlling yep. it around you. Yeah. I but, did one um, at a time, but the speedrunner I, I saw, he just laid down like five in the same spot and then just turned around know. and let them all explode one at a time. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't do that. And even yeah, more yeah. once, he just turned around and then they just started killing him. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, um, yeah. like I said, I had tons of fun the... The Japanese squeaking sand, I thought was, I'm sorry, that was the silliest fuck. I was like, what, really? Like, get out of here. Like, Big Boss imports this freaking special sand from Japan mm-hmm. versus, I don't yeah. know, putting up lasers, more cameras, a fucking barbed wire. <laughs> you know? No, import this fucking sand, you know? And just for the small area, too, you know? Yeah. That, 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 I thought that was funny. Um, what else? Oh, the swamp. The swamp was, it was, I thought it was kind of, unless there's a something in the walk. Chris, that tells you how to find the path. Just finding the path was just trial and error, and that was probably the the biggest downside of the game because there was no that I know of, no like oh, equip the cigarettes and it'll lead the way, or 
you know, if you crawl, you'll be able to find it easier, the path or whatever. It was just some yeah. random path that was drawn out, which was funny because just based on um, Roy Campbell, no, was it Roy? Roy Campbell, I think, would always tell you um, uh, randomly when there was nothing important to tell you. He'd always be like, oh, uh, if you're stuck, just think of, uh, uh, think of what the game developer would do. Think what he would make, you know, uh, do and whatever, something like that. And I was like, when I got to that part, you know, in, in any game, not just Metal Gear, but I'm like, all right, if I was the game developer, I'm not going to draw a straight line to, to the fucking the goal. I'm going to make it go the longest way possible because that's mm-hmm. what you would want to do. And that's what made finding the path a lot, lot easier. Um, yeah, I found it, uh, like he used uh, every available space. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just it was just a big like, all right, what, should I go down and go far? No, you got to go far because you got to use every square. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I found getting caught a lot in this freaking game. Um, more honestly, I probably triggered a lot more alarms, mostly because I didn't really care too much um, about not getting caught, and because the stakes weren't weren't as high. Like you said, Luis, you told us in one of the text messages was uh, it's it's very forgiving, unlike the, other, the last games we played. Like dying isn't a big deal, you know, it's not the biggest deal in the world. So I didn't really care too much about like, oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna get caught and die. Yeah, didn't didn't matter. Um, but I found it, I found it funny that there were plenty of times, and I thought I was doing something wrong, where like let's say you got caught in a room and you know you punched two dudes or whatever, and you exit the screen. There wasn't even enough time to get far enough to go duck in inside of a crawl space yep. or, or or turn a corner <laughs> yep. before another Sorry. guy walks yep. right in and just sets the alarm off again. And I was like, I know, I know, dude. Like, give me a chance to run away a little bit. <laughs> so I thought that was just kind of like, oh, I don't know what was that. It was just kind of just not done programmed correctly. Yeah. Like you had to find a screen that had like a quick corner. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you, if you got three quarters across the screen, that's when they would spot you again. And I was just like, yeah. uh, I, I just need to, I just, well, just need would, to make this right turn. <laughs> there would be times yeah. too, where even like halfway through the screen, it's like, you're there, you're right there by hiding my hiding spot. All you had to do was turn left to right. And just as you're about to do that, they pop through and yeah, there yeah, goes yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was like, whatever. Um, uh, Luis. I don't, and all of those count against you. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to get a really good rating anyway. So I was like, whatever. But um, I, I found the, I forgot what they called it, the, the camouflage mat or whatever the hell they called it. Yes, I found that too. I thought that was kind of cool. That was, did you find that, Chris, uh, with the walkthrough? I did. I never used it. Okay. It didn't tell oh, me okay. when to use it. I was like, okay, this might come in handy later. And, oh, nope. no. It was just an <laughs> It was just an item you can use whenever you wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's reusable. You reusable. I didn't walk away from it. Noise, do you know? Can you lose the item or will you always get it back? That's a good question because they did say you can pick it back up. Why not lose it? I only used it. Yeah, you can pick it up. Though. Yeah, you can pick it back up. I only used it once just to see how it would work and if it uh-huh. would be useful to me. I used it in the sleeping quarters oh, yeah, yeah. just to see if it would take on that pattern. And it totally did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's oh, yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was pretty cool. Um, but I never used it again. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's something to test to see if you drop it and leave. Will the game remember? Or as soon as you leave the screen, is it gone? Like, Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That that was cool. Unfortunately, definitely uh, oversight, um, at least in my opinion, is you couldn't lay it down horizontal. It had to be vertical. So there was plenty of oh, areas right. where it was useless. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I could lay it down left and right here. Um, it's funny, though, because like, I used it a lot just goofing around. And, and guards won't see you, and they'll walk right on top of you, and you'll take damage. There was one. I was just about to ask you. Yeah, yeah. No, you take damage. There was one section, one part 
where I was being chased. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use my mat for fun, you know? Because, again, you can't walk far enough to to hide anyway. So I, I literally mm-hmm. equipped it perfectly. I put it down. I lay down. I crawled under it. Guards walk in. I'm like, hell yeah. And they fucking start stomping on me. I'm like taking damage. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? And um, and then they decided to just stop and hover over me. And I'm just taking damage the whole time. I'm like, really? You're going to stand there? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Dude, I want some... I want some like fan art of snake hiding under this thing <laughs> yeah. and soldiers just like standing on top of him, smoking cigarettes or whatever while, <laughs> while snakes like fingers are just broken. Cause he's just like, like <laughs> get off me. <laughs> just walking over a lumpy rug or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that, I thought that was cool. Um, I never, never used the, the little mice. Did you ever use the mice? Uh, uh-uh. I used I used it just to see what it would do, but I never I never used it usefully, which I probably could have uh, used it a couple times uh, in retrospect. But uh, I never thought quickly enough to be like, "Oh, use this." I just mm-hmm. forgot about it for the most part. Did you find the mice, Chris? I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, those were like as far as I know, I never used them either. I, I launched one just to see what the hell it did. But I think it's like whenever the guy says, what's that noise? You launch a mice and he'll be like, oh, it's just a mouse. And he'll just ignore the noise afterwards. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think it would come in handy for like any of those, um, the, the sand or any of those uh, metal tiles or whatever they were. Um, maybe that's where it would come in super handy. Uh, I thought, I thought it was kind of funny that, um, like snake has to punch the elevators. So there's mm-hmm. plenty of times where, you know, you, you punch the elevator call it and the guard's like, what's that noise? I'm like, dude, just push the button snake. You don't have to punch it, bro. Just push the fucking button. <laughs> um, so I saw in the in the speed run that I was watching, um, I th- he w- he wasn't punching directly at the wall. Oh, he was he was fu- he was like facing left and right and pressing mm-hmm. it, and I think that way it doesn't cause a sound. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I haven't tried it myself, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, because I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't hear that the hitting the wall. I heard the sound effect of the punch, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh shit, is this how he's preventing? You know, not being hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I gotta give that a shot. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous that it's like, oh, what's that noise? <laughs> Fucking, someone's calling the elevator. What do you think it is? I remember one particular time I was calling an elevator, and it was in one of those rooms where it's just like there's only elevators in there, and so like if the guards in there, I think it was the second floor of the Zanzibar building, the main one. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I was in there, and it was one of those things where the guard would come in and like walk around the the other side. And I hit the elevator, and this was before I knew it would alert them. It's like, what was that? And like, oh, crap. And so he starts coming towards me, so I had to go around the other way. And by the time I got back to the elevator, it closed again. So I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So that time, I just waited for it to exit the whole room, and then I tried it, and I got got back in. But yeah, by the time I got all all the way around and everything, I had to wait for him to get out of the way. And the elevator closed. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I got to do all that over again. You were were stuck in a uh, spy versus spy situation. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Dick, what was um, on on the the Sanzibar building, first building, pretty much uh, right in the middle of the screen there, there was a room that had two guards, some kind of big old computer screen, and the national anthem would play. Was there anything in that room? I I don't know. I looked around, like I crawled, I punched everything. I like, I okay. beat the guard several times. I, I never found anything <laughs> in there. Just taking out aggression. Yeah, pretty much. Beat these fucking guards. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't just me. That's why I was curious. I'm like, I, I thought that room was going to be important. I was like, oh, this room, I'm going to use it to, especially because it plays that Nashville anthem. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to use this at some point to, you know, distract all the guards or some bullshit, you know? 
Um, you know? So I think Holly says that the map for the entire complex is in the command room. And I think that's the command room, but I never yeah. found a map. It, 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 and the, when I looked at the walkthrough and I had, I had been in the room a few times before I looked at the walkthrough. Um, but yeah, it's like, Oh, examine the map and then go on. It was like, I was like, what map? What? The only thing I can think of is there's that like big screen there on front. Just look at that. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they mean by examine the map or like, I never actually went back and looked at that. And I was like, what map? There's nothing in there. Like I, like you said, I, I crawled over the place. I, I punched everything. I, I did as much as I could to figure out if there was anything in there and I couldn't get anything. Yeah. Okay. And so I just I assume it was just you had to look at that, and that was the game's version of you just have to remember what this looks like at all times. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll go back and look at that. But um, that, that was that was an interesting one. Um, <clears throat> that's what I want to say before. Did you guys find the tape then? Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was not, I thought it was going to be like one of those special items, so I try not to use it. And then, uh, like, so once I got towards the end of the game, like, whatever, just play the tape and just run right through, like, the sand and all those sections. They didn't matter anymore. Um, but no, it doesn't count as a special item. So I thought that was kind of funny that tape is pretty powerful and it doesn't hurt, count against you. So um, I guess it's just for going out of your way. So that's where you used it, like, to go across the sand and stuff? Or just any room that I, honestly, it was just any room. Like, whatever, play the tape. I never. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I don't know why I didn't use it. I, I played it in that one room. You have to go through the couple of rooms where there's like a bunch of mannequins and stuff. I played it in there. And even then, like at this point, obviously I'd been watching or following the walkthrough for quite a while. And, uh, damn, it, that's a good area to use it. And sometimes they're, they're facing you when you go yeah. into the room. Well, it was one of those things too, where it's, it's like, I'm reading, like it says, okay, play the tape player. And so I like started it and I continue reading. It's like, oh, and run through. And I was like, oh, crap. So I, I you know, going through quickly and the tape ends just before I get to the end of the second place. And I alert the freaking guard there at the end. And I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Oh, it stops. It doesn't yeah. last forever. Yeah. So it only plays for a short time and then it stops. Yeah. Okay. So it's not super OP, but it's kind of um, OP. Okay. No, no, just, just enough to move through the room. Um, I, I think I'm winding out. So do, do they see you? Uh, I they don't see you while they're saluting. No, I don't want to say. So they're yeah. in their eyes. <laughs> I guess. Well, it's, it's I, like I, they're I, all they're looking up or down or just away from you. And it I wasn't until they, they just stop. They just stop and then that yeah. they just run right through. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like picturing <laughs> the reality of it. Just like someone saluting and then some guy sneaking right in front of them. They must close their eyes. <laughs> they must close their eyes. Um, Just imagine I'm, I'm, this. Uh, I was going to say, I thought at the end, um, big boss fight was, was, was fine. It was, it was a little anticlimactic for me um, because you can kind of just trap them up on the top section where the exit door is. And mm -hmm. uh, you could just use the, the, the flyer right over the box and he can't hurt you and you just kill him that way. So it was a little anticlimactic, but it was still kind of cool. You know, obviously you fight big boss and stuff. And, um, the escape sequence was whatever. I, I didn't shoot a single guard. None of them even could catch up to you. I, I don't know if you guys noticed that too. I thought it was funny that you're like, it's all like, you got to run and, and you're going super fast and the guards just never really keep up with you. Even in the staircase, like I just felt it was completely unthreatening. Oh, yeah. That whole section. Yeah. I was like, did I, did I do something wrong? Like, why wouldn't it feel like it was actual a challenge? Um, but then at the end, because we're thirty, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we're adults. <laughs> uh, at the very end, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. When you beat the game, and and it's going through 
uh, any of the characters. And I think they call it cast, constantly, maybe characters. I don't know. I, I laughed again. This is probably the second time I laughed uh, pretty hard in this game. Was um, it, it's listing everybody, and then it it doesn't list a single fucking boss except for Gray Fox, obviously. But it lists the Hind D as a fucking yep. character. And I laughed. So <laughs> like, the, the best Hind character, dude, Hind D. Not the pilot, just the fucking Hind D. Just the fucking chopper itself. <laughs> like, all right, cool, man. All right, whatever. I thought that was pretty funny. And Metal Gear D. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear. Um, <laughs> the Great Fox. Um, obviously, you and I know the storyline uh, noise. So, did you expect Great Fox to kind of be in this game, uh, Chris? Uh, after you saw Snyder was in this game, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like I said, from the last one, I kind of predicted that there'd be returning characters. I didn't have any idea who would return. Um, but I didn't expect to see Gray Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping for my boy Steve to come back. Steve, I know, right? Nah, he's gone. <laughs> Which apparently is, uh, he's Jennifer, no, sorry, he's, um, he's Diane's brother, well, that's, is, is uh-huh. what I figured. Oh, yeah, we, we okay. thought he was the boyfriend, but I guess he's the brother, um, oh. who is also part of the mission. I don't, I don't know, but that's the reason he picks up the radio also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to say freaking, uh, 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 Great Fox. Um, in the first game, they just tell you he's Great Fox, and that's I, I don't know if the manual tells you more about him, but in this game, they pretty much tell you he's. I think they said that he's the last member to get the Foxman ranking. He's the Fox. only one. But, but in reality, he's the only one, right? Because I, I thought that's yeah. what he said. I'm like, no, he's the only one that's ever achieved Fox ranking. Um, and and like I said, uh, whatever his name was, Kelsler, whatever, giving his backstory, uh, you and me already know it. Uh, no, uh, noise, but it was just kind of cool. Like, oh, okay, cool. So you do kind of solidify him as a as a character, you know? Like, okay, cool. He wasn't, you know, just a, a nobody, if you will, for for players who are playing this, you know, for the first time. But Chris, pretty much, you know, he's he's a he's a real dude. He was the right hand man, if you will, almost. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much mostly all I had to say. The only uh, last thing I guess I can say before we uh, hand it to you, noise. So uh, with all the new mechanics, it was great, but the game did feel like it didn't handle as smoothly as the other ones because he added the whole extra animations of snake actually turning around so there was plenty of times where you were like trying to like stop and go the opposite direction um and it, it just kind of took a minute for him to stop and then walk the next to the you know walk backwards or walk up or whatever change directions and that was yeah. just a little annoying because that was just we, were, we just got done playing the three games where you literally stop on a dime you push the opposite direction and he moves instantly versus let me spin around and start walking the other way. Appreciated, but it was still a little, a little annoying in my opinion because I was like, "Oh man, why?" You could have sped up the animations to make it more, more uh, fluid, if you will. That, that definitely took good. some getting used to, for sure. That's that's interesting you bring that up because I actually hadn't noticed that at all. Oh no. Yeah, like it didn't. It, I I see what you're talking about now. I I I understand, and I did experience it, but it never really like clicked. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, no, no, that's that's it for me. I think unless uh, we, we bring something else up that I want to touch base on too. But yeah, what did you think, Luis? You were the first one to play out of us three, and you were the first one to <laughs> beat it out of us three. So, what what did you think? Uh, well, the game consumed me, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and the first thing I did notice was that that you just brought up. I was like, "Ooh, this is not um, this is not the youthful snake that we met." in Metal Gear 1 on the MSX. Like, he's mm-hmm. definitely moving a bit slower. I did try multiple times to play through it on an MSX emulator. I wanted, like, the original experience. But if you felt 
Snake being sluggish in this version, good God, is he really? sluggish in the original. Not only that, but if there is more than one sprite on screen, meaning you, the, the <laughs> frame rate starts slowing down. <laughs> so like if you have a full on alert, like, I'm, like, like it doesn't slow down to a crawl, but you can definitely feel it. You know, it's just like, ooh, like this is kind of getting rough and and sprites kind of start. Well, the sprites kind of stop being rendered fully. You know, they kind of have like that NES glitch where, you know, quarters of the of the sprite are showing up, but you can kind of still see yourself mm-hmm. having that kind of effect. And I was like, no, nah, I can't play a full game like that um, all the way through. So I decided to play on my Vita because I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to be working um, out of market that week. And, you know, work was super light. So I was like, I'll just use, you know, that time at work. Don't don't kill me, people. Who are listening to this? My coworkers <laughs> playing video games in my van. But yeah, I mean that game fucking consumed me. Like I couldn't stop. I couldn't put it down. You know, I I did. I pretty much knew the entire story. Um, I did know Schneider was gonna come back. Um, for reasons that I cannot disclose at the moment. Um, I knew about Holly and stuff because of portraits and whatever and and marketing and and whatnot. I knew Big Boss would would come back. Mm-hmm. So. This this isn't really a spoiler, but the reasons that German and I know about these two games, these two stories before we even played them, is in the manual of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, there's a set, I think in game you can read the previous story, and also in the manual it's printed, and it just kind of says okay. like a summary, like here's what happened in Outer Heaven, and then here's what happened in Zanzibar Land, and yeah. so so we knew first story, we knew Gray Fox was going to come back. The one thing I did not know that was going to happen is that Madnar was going to fucking turn against us and try to choke yeah. us out. Yeah. And yeah. that he also had like the Captain America super soldier gene and can fucking hold on to us <laughs> with a comfort grip. I, I will admit that was kind of funny. That, you know, He's an old man. Snake, you're, you're a super soldier. This is a scientist. So I, again, not trying to be a, uh, what do you call it? I can't think of the word, but a nerd. He's a fucking nerd. He probably isn't <laughs> strong, and like I said, he's old. Yeah. And he was choking you out. I was like, dude, come on, stay fucking CQC is that, man. <laughs> just, you know, fucking throw him over your shoulder. You already, He's already in the position. <laughs> no shit, just fall back. Just fall, on, fall on top of him. Yeah, Don't. fall backwards. <laughs> yeah. Step on his foot. Like, <laughs> any any other option. Dude, that guy took, he took, he took missiles and uh, landmines. That guy, he was stronger than we thought, man. Shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Who the hell was this guy? Um, so that one I did not know about. And uh, I also did not know about um, Gray Fox would accidentally kill his ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And feel nothing about it later. Did he know it was her, though? I don't I don't, I don't know if he acknowledged it or what, but he had to have known that she was there. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I will admit, like, to me, the only thing I can think of is he didn't know it was her. And freaking the doctor or what the scientist, I keep confusing him. Mad, 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 Mad Fox? No, whatever. Mad. Madnar? Madnar, Madnar, just told him, "Hey, we're coming through," and and maybe just didn't know it was her because she was in disguise, right? Right. But why was she there in the first? She was a journalist, or was Holly the journal? Holly was the journalist. Holly was the yeah. yeah. Holly came in as a journalist. So what the fuck was she doing there? I don't know. Was she well, she was here to help you. She was just there on the mission, wasn't she? I I think so. I yeah, I think she was your point of contact or something. Uh, all that is kind that of. It is funny that like I I do remember thinking that too was like. When she was telling you her story, and she said her boyfriend's name was Frank, and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Frank, whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, huh?" Hunter, coincidence. Like, yeah, Frank, kind of like two, two Franks. I'm like, and then Hunter stuck out to me because maybe they they mentioned that later on in some other games, but 
point being is, and then when he starts talking about it, and I was like, dude, that was your girl, bro. I'm like, you fucking killed him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and does, like, if he knew, he felt nothing. If he didn't, that's super unfortunate. Um, yeah, that was like, fuck. Well, I'm going, going back to what Chris was saying, like, with the whole, if he did know, and maybe it wasn't that he felt nothing, but it was the devotion to Big Boss that he was like, you know, I had to carry through with my mission. Yeah, I mean, he did mention at the end that he he felt like he couldn't he couldn't like satisfy a, a, like a woman like he couldn't be a man for a woman really you know like mm. his his entire purpose is just to be a soldier and that's why he stuck around with Big Boss because Big Boss gave him an outer heaven that's why it's called outer heaven we gave him purpose yeah 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 it's it's a it's a place for for soldiers a militaire sans frontières uh, it even says that. Uh, in this game or the previous game, I forget. The, it was it was like in one of the manuals, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, which which just means military without borders, which is what Outer Heaven is. It was pretty smooth sailing for me uh, going through. The marsh took me a second. I really wish there was some kind of visual indicators, but you you just kind of had to like the the one thing I did figure out is that it was definitely two squares wide and two squares tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that definitely helped because I was like, there's got to be at least some kind of consistency that I can figure out. And just like you said, you know, he, he used like as much screen space as he could to waste your time to get through there. The fact that the kid said like, oh yeah, trucks drive through here every day. I was like, no, they fucking don't. Not through this shit. Like, there's no <laughs> well, way. That makes me laugh. So the trucks follow that same exact path you do because that's fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. How? Like, there's no way. <laughs> um, once again, the key cards... Oh, yeah, yeah. play the same exact role as the other games where you have to have the right one equipped but the best thing to happen was the consolidated master key master the cards red, blue, and green, yeah. mm-hmm. yes when i found the first one i was like say what i was like are you telling me this one does doors one through three <laughs> and um oddly enough i didn't find the other two key cards until i already had all nine so oh, oh dang. when I found the other two, I was like, okay, well, at least I know where they are now. So they're in building one right there next, like in those two doors that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you couldn't access super uh, long ago. Yeah. Um, I definitely spent, uh, I, I have to agree with Chris with the backtracking for the first playthrough. So as your first playthrough, if you played along with us, you felt like there was a ton of backtracking. It seems like that's totally normal because it's, it's all, a, it's all about, okay, I have a new key card, go explore and see if I can get more items and yeah. more things that are useful. And the only way to do that is to backtrack. It does help when you unlock the underwater ways because mm. you can swim faster than Mike Phillips on cocaine. You can just fucking go like super fast. It's like a little... Wait, what? Seriously? Yeah, you can like fast travel pretty much with that. Yeah. <laughs> that was not in my walkthrough at all. The What do you mean? The underwater ways? Yeah, it wow. had to be. That's, that's how you get. Uh, that's how you save Holly. I mean, I would travel through them sometimes, but for the most part, it's like okay, you know, take this elevator down, go to the go to basement two, and then go to this other elevator. Or no, it was the dust chutes. That's what it was. You take the dust chute down to the to the basement two or basement one or whatever, and then take the elevator up to level two, and then take that ele- the next elevator to wherever you need to go. But I never like traveled between buildings with it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 I never, I never did that. <laughs> yeah, dude. And oh, like man. the best part is like, so you can, it's like waist high. 
I guess. Yeah. But if you press the crawl button, then you're underwater and you swim faster. And then on the left side. Is that what the oxygen tank is for? Uh Was there an oxygen tank? That was another. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. That was another item I got and never used. (laughs) Yeah. Like the walkthrough. But I guess by then you're not really. No, it didn't serve any real purpose. I I guess. Yeah. Because there was the wastewater and then there was deep water and the deep water was faster than the wastewater. Dude, so fast. But you couldn't um, uh, stand up in it. So that's what that's the only time it would be useful was in that the super deep water. But even then, it was kind of waste useful, uh, unuseful. Yeah, by then you have so much health and and it, and it doesn't mm-hmm. like you can in one breath you can go through that deep water. Mm-hmm. You know, so when yeah, once you figure out you can use that, it just you know traveling between the buildings is a lot quicker because at the beginning for sure I was using like the desert over and over oh, and yeah. going through the squeaky sand. Which by the way, it's not very effective. I don't know if you noticed. You can just you can just alert them, and then originally I thought they were gonna because it says that they're gonna, they're gonna know your exact position. That's mm-hmm. a lie. They just <laughs> yeah. they stop in their track and then they start looking around like, huh, huh, yeah, <laughs> and and they all turn in a clockwise direction so you know which uh-huh. way they're gonna face next. So I just ran through those fucking spots, no problem. I just made sure they weren't looking at me, and I just ran past them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, the the little spiral spot in building two. Spent a lot of time there trying to figure out what the heck was going on. The I think the first time I did get stuck was um, after the fastest man alive, our man, oh, yeah. the running man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys even get a good look at him? He was so fast. Yeah, so fast. <laughs> he showed us. How did you guys beat him? Mines, right? Yeah, of course, mines. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I'm yeah. saying, I, I, mines I just wanted to make sure. Like, did we have, did we have RCE missiles by then? I don't know. I don't think so. Because that was. Before... <laughs> I wonder if that would work too. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Hind D, but that wasn't RC missiles. That was the uh, rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the intended way uh, to kill the Running Man is the mines. Uh, the ninja, of course, is just a gun because I don't think you get any other weapon before Black Ninja. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like how that twist happens like right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there was no time wasted. They were like, hey, um, it's me, Schneider. And it's like, Schneider, you know, and it's <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. I literally thought that fight was going to be later just because I knew who Black Ninja and, Schne- and Schneider were. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God, it's the first fight. Like, are you kidding me? And then and then after that, it's, it's the running man. Right. And then. Yeah. And then the hindy. So, yeah, that's where I got stuck. So I was like, I don't know how to fight the hindy. Obviously, nothing I can do can kill him he's in the air the entire time mm-hmm. um and until i ran into one of the kids who was like oh yeah there's missiles in this part of the first building and i was like oh okay time to start backtracking uh did that so hindy was the third one who was the boss after him i think it was the uh the grenade guy yeah so the grenade guy yeah i think so i i got i got think i got stuck there also i, I kind of had to look something up i was like I, have, I haven't seen grenades like where would they be um i get I guess there's two places to get them, if I'm correct. There's the the spot where you had to blow up the walls, where all the kids are. Mm-hmm. And then I think in the armory, in the first building. But I might be wrong. I think you need a, a key to get to the ones in the armory. I don't remember that, but you could technically... I, I don't know how many Nikita missiles you can you can stock off on, which is something they change. You can't just kind of reload that room over and over again. You yeah. really had to reload the zone <laughs> to stock up on ammo. So I had... I, sorry, sorry to cut you off noise, but... On the high D, I had to go back and go get more missiles because I freaking ran out of missiles because I missed uh, two or three shots on him. But you yeah. could technically use Nikita missiles to 
possibly, in theory, if you can get enough missiles, um, kill the grenade guy without the grenades because they they would hit him. I think I think I. Oh no no no! You know what I tried the first time is I tried um, the 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 rocket launcher mm. because you can hit anybody with the rocket launcher as long as you aim it right on the on the radar. Yeah yeah that. Yeah. But I didn't have enough rockets, and so that's why I was like, "How the fuck am I going to beat this guy?" But if I had enough rockets, I literally could have beat him without the grenades. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. The the key is the rocket launcher, wasn't it? Or was yeah the the key and then the or the key is the remote control. Yes, right. Sorry, Chris. We're we're referring to these <laughs> weapons as their their future yeah. versions. So Makita's the That's remote right. controlled missiles, and if we say Stinger, those are the surface to air rocket launcher. That's the one. I meant to say the Stinger. So yeah, you could technically beat them with the Stinger if you had yeah. enough. But um, uh, go ahead and continue. Uh, yeah, I didn't have enough. Um, so yeah, so I had to look for grenades, um, which I found where the kids are. What is, what's the next boss after that? I'm trying to think. Is it the Force Horseman? Maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I completely forgot about these guys. So the the four horsemen. Once you figure out what their deal is, <laughs> they're so easy. <laughs> basically, just stand stand where you don't want them to attack. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So if you're on the bottom, the bottom guy won't attack. If you're on the left, the left guy won't attack, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then when I saw the speedrunner do it, he literally before they show up. Before the fight even starts, you can literally just put mines where they're going to jump. <laughs> yeah, that's what I used. <laughs> just let them fucking land on it over and over. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just used bullets and in, in the submachine gun because I, I didn't know any speed strats yet, but I was just trying to figure out how they how their pattern worked. And then I was like, oh, what? The, this is ridiculously easy. And I mean, all the bosses are easy. That grenade guy was pathetic. Uh, I thought yeah. he, I thought he was going to go around the room yeah, to different... Yeah, yeah. Well, what was that room? Was he like up on the ceiling or like up on like the a ledge or something? The tile floor or the, the I don't, what the hell? <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out what he was because he looked like he was like crawling. According to my walkthrough, he was supposedly like on the other side of the wall or something, and that's why we couldn't hit him with guns. But why is he? Yeah, in the crawling yeah, I, position. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, because like if it, if he's just up on the wall, why can't we use our gun to shoot him? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. We have to use grenades. So the walkthrough is like, oh, he's on the other side of the wall or something. I was like, but he's, he's like on a ledge or something, what? man. Yeah, I. it was weird. I... <laughs> By the way, I need you to find out who 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 uh, wrote the guide that you <laughs> followed. Oh, yeah. Because this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's just misleading you over and over and like, yeah, um, maybe it was written 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll have to check. But yeah, probably not expert level. He was probably like, hey, I figured some things out and wrote them down and never looked back. <laughs> well, it was on Game Facts too. So, oh, jeez. Uh, so after the four horsemen, I believe it's um, Jungle Evil. Uh-huh. Yeah, what a weird name for a boss. Jungle Evil it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I, I like that boss fight. Yeah, that was the one that actually took the most. Um, movement i guess on my part like i had to like where's it gonna pop up oh there he is you know mm-hmm. shoot him with shoot him with rc that's that's all i used on that guy just an rc missile um i didn't leave the bottom left screen i just because <laughs> i guess you have to use the entire arena yeah i never left the bottom left either yeah just stay there yeah there's no point yeah he just he just if you if, if he shows up in another one doesn't matter just wait for him he'll come back down yeah i mean the concept was cool obviously um but yeah it was pointless you stayed there yeah 
And then there was the um the the invisible guy. What was his name? Night Night Fright. Night Fright. He also him. I just stayed in that top left corner, and um, I used the machine gun on him and uh, some mines here and there. But uh, you can tank him. Like you could just take the hits. Oh, yeah. He doesn't hit hard at all. I'm pretty sure that's no. what I did. Yeah, with him and the uh, um, Metal Gear. I just tanked it because even walkthroughs like, oh, you know, when he does this, go up in the upper corner. When he does this, just move around. He won't hit you. And I was like, okay. And I got hit a few times and I was like, it really doesn't do that much damage. And like, I can easily hit him with the grenades. So I just stood there and just lobbed grenades at him over and over and just tanked all the hits. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny, is I I played it on, on normal because I know, I know Chris, you said you were doing it on easy and, and yeah. Luis, you said you did it on easy, right? For some reason. Why did you go do easy? I don't remember. The so yeah, my first playthrough I did on easy just because oh, okay. I just because I had a hard time with the original difficulty oh, okay. the first time I was like you know what I just want to experience the, mm-hmm. the the story and the gameplay and stuff and um so I did I did just mention the first time because I did beat this thing again <laughs> <laughs> I did it twice Chris and, and on original or normal whatever it's called it it makes no difference you can tank almost all the hits too it's it's kind of pointless. Yeah. It was oh, cool. Okay. It looked it looked pretty, but it was really pointless. Yeah, I honestly don't know the difference. Um, it's it was the same, I guess. I, I I'd have to look up something that someone someone out there probably has the information of like, are you taking more damage or is there less uh, ammo? Uh, oh, you know what? That's what it is. Mm. It's definitely less ammo on original um, mm. and carrying okay. capacity. That one I did notice for sure. So after night fright, um, we had the next boss battle. The uh, the acid. Oh. I did not know what was happening. I, I I had a bad habit of not calling anyone, so <laughs> I was just blindly like, "Well, first on accident, I had the right rations equipped." Oh, and and so it like you know it took away the first acid thing, and then the second one, and I was like, "Okay, what the what the hell?" And then I was like, "Oh, dude, my rations are gone! Like, what the heck?" I thought it was just like hurting me and taking my rations. Mm. I walk over the third one. And melt, I guess, is what that animation is. I'm melting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was like, is this Terminator or something? <laughs> and I was like, what is this? I, I really should have called somebody, but uh, I was just like trying to figure it out. And yeah, I just realized that it was just, oh, it's just the B1 ration. And I had no idea why it worked. I just knew that it worked. And I was stuck at that door. I was like, what the hell do I do? Oh, yeah. And then I get the phone call like, hey, Jungle Evil had two key cards on him. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And and I, you know, walked the whole thing, found it in the top right uh, quadrant, went back. And, and then I think that's when you fight the Madnar boss. Yeah. And uh, and then um, we have a little key card situation. Well, not key card, but uh, uh, Holly. No, Gustava. When you meet up with her, she gives you a brooch. Is it a, is that how you pronounce it? Brooch or brooch? Yeah. Brooch. That's what I said. Pretty sure it's brooch. Yeah. So it, the game is like. I don't know what this is for. And it's like, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. But it smells like Holly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It smells like her. Mm, I could just picture snake. Just going, mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not Holly. Gustava. Mm, it smells like Gustava. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, there was something I also knew ahead of time because it was referenced in, in future games where they're like, oh, this is Kojima doing this. And so I was like, I was like, okay, this I think I have to do something with this and temperature. And that's when I started exploring the, um, what's it called? The quarters, the, the sleeping quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd never been there. And by that point I had that, the, the camouflage 
blanket, or the hell it was, oh. the Hogwarts cloak, cloak blanket. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and found the spa, and that was that was an, an interesting room. Just a dude walking in, turns around, you can kind of see his tell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see his crack, and then he walks out, uh, and it changed it changed the shape of it. And I was like, what what do I do with this? Uh, it took me a while to figure out that that opens up her locker. And what's in her locker? Yeah. I don't even remember. Oh, that's where you find the tape. Yeah, that's the tape. Yeah, which is, I think that's why I found it useless. Because I was kid like, in there for some reason. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kids just walking around. By the way, these kids. So these kids are all supposed to be child soldiers. By the way, um, don't know if you picked up on that, Chris. These are all child soldiers. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where that's where I found the tape. By then, I was like, I'm pretty. I'm at the end. I don't need this tape. So that's why I didn't really use it. And then uh, ran into the freezer room and I didn't, I didn't take note that there was a locker in the room where Madnar was. Uh, I must've skipped that piece of dialogue because I was, he literally tells you, I can't get into this locker or whatever. Uh, Figure that shit out that, you know, the cold key will open that up. Uh, Got murdered by poisonous gerbils twice. (laughs) (laughs) Cause the first time I was like, I was like, Oh, what in, whatever gerbils and killed me. And then the second time I called, um, Johan and he was like, Oh yeah, those are the, you know, you know, these things they're, they're world renowned poisonous gerbils. And, uh, I was like, maybe I can time it and try to get through them. I almost did, dude. I was so close. And okay. of course one of them got me and, um, uh, Oh yeah. But, but the, but you know, he had told me to lure them out. I was like, okay, fine. I'll try to do your, your thing. And I was like, Oh, I do have cheese. Because of course cheese. <laughs> um, and I couldn't at the same. At the, it, I ran into the same problem with, with luring them out as I did with the pigeon. I was like, do I use the ration? Like, do I press a button? Like, why isn't this working? But no, it's just you know the pigeon will randomly come down, and then you can grab them and whatever, and you get you get a weird message that you had to. What do you have to do? You have to like rotate it 180 mm-hmm. degrees, and it tells you the frequency. Uh, so same thing with the with the gerbils. I was like am I not doing this right? But then they started coming out and I was like, holy fuck. And I didn't even like use a pistol. I just sprayed them with a SMG, just <laughs> <laughs> raining hell on them. And then the Metal Gear fight, which uh, by the way, if if you are like on the top of the screen and you think you can go behind them, you can't, you just die because you touch Metal Gear. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that the hard way, but uh, yeah, pretty easy boss. Uh, go for the legs. Sweep the leg as uh, a yeah. <laughs> nice classic <is> reference. <laughs> as you 80, 80s and 90s kids would know. <laughs> I, I, will, I will point this out. Uh, I'll be mad to mention it since um, the last three games, but in this one, even more so. I, I knew the game, but I never played it, so I didn't know how to beat Metal Gear, quote unquote. I was kind of sad it was the same fucking thing. Like Dr. Madnard just never, Big Boss, and just no one said, let's make the leg stronger. You know, yeah. after all, it's a walking. Fucking, I mean, they emphasize that every goddamn. It's a walking tank. Should we make the legs strong? Nah, they're fucking good. <laughs> he even references that because he talks about like when you get the the secret from Madnar and he tells you about oh the legs are the weakness and then Gray Fox is like haha we improved it in every way. There's no way you're gonna beat me and then you beat him. Yeah, like they they even it's it's not even that they don't even just like fix it. It's they actually address it in the oh. game. And then it's just the same thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you beat Metal Gear, and then uh, you you meet up, you do some hand to hand combat with uh, Gray Fox, um, in what apparently was a minefield. Now, 
when I fought him the first time, uh, I I beat him easily. I, I literally just stayed in the middle yeah. and let him run around me until he got close and I would punch him. Yeah. The entire time I was fighting him, I was like, I thought I fought this dude on a minefield because I because that's what it says in, later games. in you know, the previous stories of the manual of Metal Gear Solid. It's like, oh, you fight him in a minefield. And so I was like, this is just a room. And so I beat him and then, oh, I had already lost my items by then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't have items. And then I walk out of the room. I literally didn't step on any mines. So... That's why I was like, "This is, that wasn't a minefield, whatever. <laughs> and then we got Big Boss going like, I'm over here. Yeah. I guess uh, that room where you have to find all the key cards and everything, they give you an extra key card as a red herring. Key six doesn't do anything. There's only Ooh. five that you need. Um, I got murdered by one of the pieces of acid again because I ran right into a room. Oh, that happened to me twice. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And you're one pixel too far and well, you're dead yep. now. <laughs> I learned not to keep pressing in that direction as soon as I walk in a room. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, another thing I also knew is the way that big boss dies or the, or the way that you defeat him is um, a spray cannon fire, which I always thought was ridiculous when I read it and seeing it, I was like, okay, it wasn't just once you had to do it to him multiple times, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in my brain, I was like, so snake just like, <laughs> Just with a spray can and a lighter? Like Macaw coking his ass pretty much from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I pictured. I was like, that's how Big Boss goes down. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought at least the flame looked pretty cool. You know, it was a nice big old bright. Yeah. Yeah, you know, bright red, purple flame. I'm like, okay. okay. Why not put you in a room where you have to put a flamethrower together? Why did it have to be a spray can and a lighter? <laughs> it's, it seemed like such a bitch ass way for you know the legendary <laughs> soldier big boss to go down it's crazy um so yeah that was that was my adventure with that um the escape route whatever uh, i didn't realize that you had to like wait a little bit or something before um what's it called before the helicopter pilot oh, would come rescue you um i killed it i killed all the dudes and then i was just running around like what the heck like <laughs> why isn't he coming for me that took me a second, yeah. <laughs> I waited a long time. Also fell down that, that trap that was there. Had to do had to do it all over again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I guess the thing that has to happen is ten seconds need to go by after the three guys after you kill the three guys, and then you have to pull the trigger again, and then that causes the oh. amount of ammo. And then you know, then you get rescued and oh okay because I, I i didn't shoot any of those guys i just punched them all and just stood by the entrance and you know just punched yeah. them all that's what i did too and i was like what <laughs> i was like any day now i was like any fucking and then but that makes sense and i thought it was funny yeah i i, I fired the one time i fired i'm out of ammo I was like dude i've never shot a bullet what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i want to show you guys something um i don't know if you can see on the on the chat um the the main reason i really wanted to play the original version is because the portraits are completely different on the codec calls. Um, the the ones that we oh, really? are updated to look more like uh, the portraits that we will see in the future games. Mm-hmm. So um, I made a mistake in the previous uh, episode, and I said that Solid Snake is modeled by David Hasselhoff. He is, but in Snake's Revenge. So if you look at the box art of Snake's Revenge, that's David Hasselhoff. But in this one, they used Mel Gibson's portrait from uh, Lethal Weapon 1. Um, Big Boss is 
Sean Connery. Like, is that from October or Red October? Yeah, from Red October, yeah. <laughs> um, Roy Campbell. I forget who Richard Crenna is, but that's the actor. Like, They're literally like almost pixel for pixel. Like yeah. someone someone had that had it as a reference and then just drew with whatever art, uh, Corel draw, whatever 1990 version. Um, <laughs> Drago Madnar was Albert Einstein. Um, oh, who's Tom Berenger? I can't think of who Tom Berenger is, but he, I think he was in Inception. He's like the guy that they have to like, one of the guys whose brains they had to hack, one of the, or one of the dream guys. But he was uh, Frank Yeager, uh, Gray Fox. Uh, Dolph, Lund- Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren, I can never say his name, uh, from Rocky Four. He was Kessler, who I didn't talk to until the end. Yeah. And then Bob Hoskins from Roger Rabbit. He was who we knew as Johan Jacobson. Uh, his name here is Joseph Norton. Um, and then the last picture, I don't actually think that's modeled after uh, Mel Gibson. I think it's more Dennis Quaid, in my opinion. Ooh. And also, Gustava is not her name in the original. Her name in the original is Natasha. Um, uh, and okay. uh, German will kind of know for obvious reasons why her name was changed. Chris, you will know later. But uh, <laughs> that was my journey, my long-winded journey in Solid Snake 2. Uh, yeah, no, good good game. I'm happy, happy, uh, happy got to play it. Definitely. Like you said, noise. You, you said you wanted to possibly start speeding running this game, um, and, and I agree with you. With uh, you should go for it. You know, just whether it be for personal glory or for world records, um, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd be happy to see see you climb those rankings. I'm not sure what the world record is right now, but oh, there's no way I could do world, dude. When you see the speed run, no mm-hmm. way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but just for fun, like personal best would be nice. The the only thing I can say I can I can talk talk on real quick was um I am a little disappointed that this is what one two three four 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 g- game uh, at this point and the binoculars as they were actually super useful in this game oh yeah actually yeah but they were they were they were still very clunky to use because you had to equip them to look to the next screens that, and then you had to unequip them to move to the, you know I, I I wish there was like yeah. a way to to like have them equipped it and then you punch to use them or something like that and then you punch to unuse them so you know you know just a little less manuing a little bit more use of e- uh, ease of use but the binoculars were um yeah, it makes you not want to use them yeah exactly then you do not want to but you were like i should use this right i can look ahead to the next room and find out what's the best way to get you know enter that that screen from um we, we didn't talk much about it, but the salt, did they call it the Soliton radar on this one or just radar? I think they just called it the radar. The radar, yeah. radar was a much, uh, it was a nice introduction. Yes. Obviously, um, we kind of just didn't even mention it, but it was uh, very, very useful um, compared to every other game we've played before. Like just being able to see where enemies are, where their, their path, walk paths are. You're like, oh, I should go now because he's, he's going around the tank or he's going around the, the crates, you know. Yeah, you can't see which way they're facing, but as soon as you see yeah. the pixel move in a direction, you're like, oh, yeah. they're looking that way. Which, by the way, um, according to the manual, their field of view is 45 degrees. Um, That's what they said. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, it, it, it does also say in the manual that their heads turn. So, like, that little animation of their heads turning is real. So, it's not 45 degree angles in perfect up, down, left, and right. Like, it does move in 180 degrees. So, when their oh. heads turn, if, if they're looking down and it's 45 degrees and their heads turn to the left, that cone is also looking over in that direction. Oh, that makes sense. There was plenty of times where I, yeah. Okay. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I got caught so many times. Like, dude, you weren't looking this way. Fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. They definitely were looking. Um, okay. That's good to know. Chris, <laughs> I kind of forgot uh, to ask, um, how'd you do with the tap code? Oh, I 
that was complete gibberish to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because I speak gibberish. But yeah, I, I it was one of those things in the walkthrough where it's like, oh, it mentions in the manual, and then it said something like, the manual's not available, so here's what it is. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll just do that. <laughs> Wait, what? So the game just straight up told you? No, the walkthrough did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I not send you guys the manual? You did. I, I, had I think manual. you did. I did. I didn't even look at it though. Yeah. You you can get it on the on the XD collection or whatever the, the legacy collection, but you okay. you had to kind of exit the game. So with that, t- while touching on it, I, I wish it was like. I mean, it's the twenty first century. It would have been nice to have it in the game. Yeah. 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 In the in the Vita version, uh, you know how like Vita, you can kind of go back to the home screen. It 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 was better than the way the Master Collection is because the Master Collection is you have to completely exit the game to look at the manual. But in the Vita, you just kind of like go to the little home screen, look at the manual, and and that's really the only thing they show on there because they're like, you don't need all this other shit. Like here's the tab code and something else, like like the most useful things. I was like, whoa, this is like the most useful manual ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that uh, that the codec um, came into play a lot more here uh, with the tab code, the upside down frequency. I don't know why Colonel Campbell changed his frequency twice. He's absolutely useless. He didn't tell me any useful information. Yeah, that could have been completely skipped for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Campbell Campbell didn't really. He would always tell me to call someone else. Pretty much. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, the one the one person I think was the most useful, not in gameplay but in life, I think was Master Miller. He had some great uh-huh. advice. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else felt that as well. Uh-huh. He did. He was all. Holly, classic, you know, she'd give you some decent advice or whatever, but then she would, you know, there's plenty of times you'd call her. She's like, it's not a good time today. Call me later. You know, I'm like, I was kind of like, you're supposed to be my, my contact. Like, what do you mean it's not a good time? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, you should be available. It, it, it kind of reminded remind me of Diane. I'm in a shower right now. I can't talk. I'm like, okay, I'll call you later. I'm, I'm only fucking trying to save the world here, you know? <laughs> I think it's time for our segment where we ask Chris, what does he think is going to happen next? Any theories? Any um yeah basically that (laughs) any hopes any dreams i mean i know that we we supposedly got rid of of big boss this time but i kind of think he's gonna pop up again is my theory whatever do you mean well because we we like we clearly we clearly killed him in the first one we shot him and i know like at the end he kind of like i'll be back and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff but like and then he was back and this one, he it was more of a like he faded in death or whatever you want to call it, burned to death. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of think he's going to pop up again. So do you think he's, uh, he's like this series uh, Ganon? Like he's just going to keep coming back or, or the Bowser? Kind of. I don't know if it's going to be like a continual thing, like every game. But I think it's going to be one of those like either he's going to come back or he's going to be referenced in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I say he, uh, I should rephrase that. I don't necessarily think he's going to like appear again. It's just re- either he will appear again or he'll be referenced in some way. Like he's going to have a, a devout follower that is going to be in the next game. And, Oh, I, I was, you know, his biggest fan and whatever. And, and, and you killed him. So you're my enemy now or something like that. Uh, whether it's, it's, he returns himself as big boss or someone taking the title of big boss or, like I said, a devout follower or something like that, that I'm going to avenge his death or something like that. I don't know. Okay. As far as other characters, um, I kind of expect to see Holly again or hear from her or something. Um, Schneider, I'm not sure. I think he'll pop up again. 
That's about it, because Madnar is dead. Marv is dead. Obviously, I would expect Metal Gear will show up again at some point. Mm. But I'm... The character of Metal Gear? I know. <laughs> yeah. Will Heinge come back, Chris? That's the most important question. Yeah. <laughs> that at the end of the credits, Heinge will return in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Did you um, suspect that uh gray fox was your number one fan i didn't oh, who'd you think it was i honest i honestly thought it was someone like holly oh, okay. um in fact before we met holly i thought it was holly if that makes sense like it was you had your number one fan and then you talked to holly for the first time and i thought it was her because there was one point or was it Gust- no i think it was holly there was one point you were talking to someone and they're like oh my daughter is a big fan of yours or something and i and i was like oh who said that okay I, I, I want to say it was Madnar. Yes. Uh, his daughter, Ellen, that you saved in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's like, she's a huge fan of yours. And so that's who I thought it was. And then we met Holly and I was like, okay, maybe it was her. Cause she was like kind of flirty and everything, obviously from the eighties. And that's how it is. <laughs> but women are so flirtatious, right? It's, Oh, take me, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But I thought maybe it was her, but then we still heard from, the biggest fan after her. And I was like, okay. And so I went back to Madnar's daughter again. And I was like, but like, how is she connected to all this? Because we haven't seen or heard of her otherwise, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, at the very end, when you, after you fight gray Fox and, and snake is like, wait, that was you. And I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. So I think it, uh, I think it would have made more sense if it was Ellen. Cause why would, why would Gray Fox be helping you throughout the entire thing if he's trying to kill you? <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been I was I knew who the number one fan was, obviously. But I thought it was funny, like I think you you see or hear from um Gray Fox like really early in the game and I was kinda like, Oh, spoilers. Like I thought like he didn't know he was here until like way later on. Like I I, I was mind blown because I was like, I thought we wouldn't find find out about him until way later on, but he was like pretty present early on. So I, I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity. If, if they hadn't revealed that Gray Fox was in the game until after you found out that he was your number one fan would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was one of those things where after that was revealed, I kind of like thought back to everything he was saying. And I was like, was that really him? Like it kind of like you say, like it doesn't really make sense because he's trying to kill you, but he's also trying to save you. And like, but I was like, uh, kind of like, he would give some pointers, but like nothing like, Oh, you know, this is how you defeat this person or anything like that. It was Uh just try doing this or get through this area or this is going to be dangerous. You know, things like that, where it's more, it wasn't specific stuff or like pointers. It was just like, I care about you and I hope you make it through, which I got that from after the fight and everything. uh, Yeah. Ray Fox. And after you talked about his backstory and all that kind of stuff, because he didn't have anything against you. It's just, he felt he owed big boss his life. Mm-hmm. And so it, you could kind of feel there was that like that tension or the dichotomy of, I want to help you, but I also owe him so much. Like, what do I do? You know? So it wasn't, it wasn't so out of left field. Like it didn't make sense canonically, but at the same time, it's like, you were trying to kill me, but also you're trying to help me. So which is it? So, yeah. Chris, I like I like that you said that I like that you said, Chris, you said, he had nothing against you, but you just happened to be soldiers on the opposite ends of, of yeah. the fight. You know, that was a, uh, that's pretty, pretty good. And, uh, 
observation there, Chris. Yeah, yeah. The way you put it is, your friend Frank was helping you, but the soldier Gray Fox was following Big Boss. Yeah, I like that. Chris, Chris is pretty good at this. What, what do you think? <laughs> I think uh, I think he's doing good. He's uh, definitely becoming the foxhounder on all on his own. <laughs> pretty good foxhounder. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, that was our adventure with uh, Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. Um, we all seem to have liked it. Pretty, you know, pretty unanimously. Unanimous, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it you know for a two D nineteen ninety game had a lot of depth and uh, mechanics that honestly no other game in nineteen ninety had. Yeah, for sure. If you if yeah if you look back at any game from that year, nothing, nothing compares. Not even Snake's Revenge that was released three months earlier. Crazy, crazy that both those games were released the same year. Yeah, uh, it was pretty awesome. So we are going to be playing Metal Gear Solid next. I'm uh, pretty excited about this because this is where the series really takes off. I think I think, um, I think Chris is going to understand the love for this series with this game. Um, if he was already impressed with this one, the next one's going to blow his fucking socks off. Like it's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying not to talk it up so much, but it's hard because it's, it's really good. The level of storytelling is, is dope. Um, it's, I don't know. I don't even, uh, Chairman, do you have any? No, well, it's the game that drew us into it. Honestly, like I said, um, we, when it came out and we both kind of told our stories about it, we, we were, we were just sucked into it. It was just incredible, you know? And, um, I thank, I thank the lucky stars that, uh, I was able to play it because it got me and it, that was the main reason I freaking got into exploring other games other than like Mario and stuff, you know, cause that, I've never played anything like that before, so it, it's it's incredible, Chris. I think you're gonna like it a lot. Okay. What about you, Chris? You think you stoked? Yeah. I'm I'm getting pumped. Yeah. I, I don't want to get my hopes too far up, but I am. If if you guys say it's it's like what really lit your fires, and then I, uh, I I believe you, obviously. Um, but I, I again, I don't know what to expect, so I don't. I'm not like, oh, I'm so ready, you know. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. So. For the listeners, um, get your copies of Metal Gear Solid ready, because I fucking know you have one. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> you have a copy of this one game. If you have Twin Snakes, I'm sorry. We are not going to start with that one. <laughs> we'll get to that one. I think that one's after uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. So that's when we'll get to it. Um, but uh, so um, just just to let you know, we're going to take uh, a week off because we need to get some things in order before we can get to actually playing Metal Gear Solid. So you're going to have to wait at the edge of your seat just a little bit longer. I know um, I know people are already like, why are you playing these ones? Play the play the one we want you to play already. We're going to give it its its, its uh, due. Like we're, we're going to spend three episodes for sure um, with Metal Gear Solid so that we talk about every nook and cranny. But uh, we're not going to leave you hanging next week. We're going to do something a little special. Um, you'll just have to tune in to see what it is it's not going to be a long ass episode it's just going to be something small to um to to uh tantalize you and and uh, get you even more pumped for the metal gear solid playthrough uh but for now um this was code it calls a metal gear saga podcast yes i nailed it the first time this time um i am <laughs> i am Luis, aka noise one and uh, you guys uh say your goodbyes sammy contra aka riser thank you for listening uh damn it chris aka chris and uh thanks for joining us we always appreciate it oh yeah we'll see you uh next week for more codec calls bye
over and out. Yes, sir. The entire episode is out now. Those three are still playing. More content? Yes, sir. Pixel-Benders.com is the best place to find it. Yes, sir. Movie commentaries, let's plays, and early access to videos are there. Right on schedule. Yes. You can click the link in the description below. Yes. You can send your questions to info at pixel-benders.com. No, sir. It doesn't cost a thing to give the show a five-star rating. That's right. Nobody knows you are the one that will keep this podcast alive. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. Mr. Listener. <laughs>